Welcome to Life and Transition Experts Podcast, a community of professionals, entrepreneurs, and service providers committed to growing their business by serving others through life's biggest challenges, including probate, estate planning, and small business growth. Join the Life and Transition Experts Facebook group and YouTube channel for free resources, tips, and strategies to help let your light shine. Hosted by Courtney Rollins, the Durham, North Carolina probate expert. All right, let's dive headfirst into this episode. So we're learning and we're recognizing that probate, particularly in North Carolina, is the process of settling the affairs, the estates, settling any of the assets or any of the uh, debts or claims that a person has when they pass away. Um, if there are is if there's any type of asset, if there are any assets that need to be distributed to heirs, it has to go through the probate process if that person passed away with it in their name. They don't have legal instruments in place. Um, it has to be probated. But you may be asking yourself, what if this person passed away and the estate doesn't have that much money in it for uh, paying off the, uh, the, the debt or paying off the claims or even distributing funds, or if everything was held tight in a particular um, legal instrument like a trust or there are survivorship uh, clauses in some of the accounts, and much of it doesn't go, need to go through probate, but there are a few small, very small assets that the decedent has. Does it still need to uh, go through probate? What happens there? So that's what we're going to look at today. What's up, everyone? Courtney Rollins, as the intro said, I am the Durham County probate expert. Now, when I say expert, I'm not making any claims that I know everything about the probate process. I'm also not an attorney or, or a financial advisor, so I'm not giving legal financial advice. I'm sharing my opinions through my experience and my commitment to the expertise process, the commitment to constantly continue, learn, grow so that I can impact people who are going through the process and help them navigate it as efficiently, smoothly as possible. Um, the way that I um, make my, be my family is when there's real estate involved, quite often, if I've helped the family out um, in the right particular way of added enough value, then I've earned the right to, again, add value by doing, making some transaction take place with the real estate, whether it's my and my team buying it or uh, me and my team uh, listing it or uh, really helping them turn it into a, an asset for them, uh, whether it's rental or some place that they live and they're still able to, um, to take advantage of the uh, real estate that's left behind. That's how I work. And one of the ways I earned that is, again, helping people through the probate process. So let's take a little closer dive and look at it and see, uh, do you need probate if there's really no money? So when a person uh, passes away, there's going to be someone who's going to be appointed, either the executor, um, if there's a will, or the administrator, if there is not a will. Um, however, there are certain situations where the probate process can be truncated, shortened, or some may even argue it's called a different thing if there is a very small, what's called a small estate. So if there is a small estate, then the personal representative uh, or if some uh, 
after 30 days from the decedent's passing, then there could be a procedure. There's a procedure that is called the collection by affidavit. So the procedure by collection by affidavit can be used 30 days after the decedent's death. If in these particular situations, there's really three situations where the collection by affidavit can happen 30 days by, uh, after the decedent's death. That's if the deceased party passed away on or before September 30th, 2009, and the value of the decedent's personal property minus all liens, all encumbrances, does not surpass $10,000 or $20,000 if there's a surviving spouse and that surviving spouse is the only heir, regardless of the value of any real property, like a house or something like that. The second scenario where collection by affidavit can take place is if the decedent passed away on or after October 1st, 2009, and if the value of the decedent's personal property minus all liens and encumbrances now does not surpass 20,000 or 30,000 if the surviving spouse is the only heir. Okay, so it's 20,000 if they passed away and no one's, um, there's no survivors, 30,000 if it's a surviving heir. And again, this is regardless of the value of any real property. Third scenario is if the decedent passed away after January 1st of 2012, and if the value of the decedent's personal property, again, minus all the liens and encumbrances, and minus the spousal allowance, and go back and check our past episodes that discuss the spousal allowance. If this does not surpass $20,000 solely or $30,000 if the surviving spouse is the only heir, irrespective of the value of the real property, then you can go in for the affidavit for collection. And this can be filed with the clerk superior court down in Durham County, North Carolina. This also is across North Carolina as well. I just, I'm always in the Durham County Court Office, so that's my specialty. And you have to ask for approval to proceed with the collection and the administration of the estate. Now, please know if there is real estate involved and the sole or the heirs decide or may uh, decide to sell it, then um, these heirs might have to open up a formal administration um, and give notice of creditors and all that may be required. All right. So how are the distribution of assets and the payments of, uh, of the claims made? So once the affidavit is uh, filed, the estate is now given the permission to go and collect any of the decedent's property and able to start distributing it in, well, in this, this order right here. One, you're gonna give the year's allowance for the surviving spouse or, or if any children there is, you'll, you'll follow that. And again, you can go look at the year's allowance uh, video that I uh, posted or the article that I shared to get more information about that in North Carolina. You also um, next settle any debts or claims against the estate. Again, that's in the order set by the regulation and I have a video on that as well. Uh, I think it's called uh, uh, Settling Debts and Claims in the Probate Process. Go back and check out those episodes or that uh, check out the, the vlog that I created there. <laughs> or, and then next third is the issuing of the rest of the personal property, if any, to anybody who's entitled to it by the will or if no will exists then as specified in the Intestate Succession Act. And again, I have videos on that as well. Now, after that, you can close the affidavit by going um, and filing a closing affidavit with the clerk of Superior Court. And you have to demonstrate showing all the collections, the disbursement and the distribution of all the personal property. Disbursement means you're paying off any claims. Distribution means you're passing out any of the uh, leftover funds or assets that are um, available, personal property that's available. 
Now, this closing affidavit has to be filed within 90 days after the date of the filing of the affidavit, unless, of course, the clerk has granted an extension. Now, there is something called a summary administration. And this is the case where there's a surviving spouse and they are the sole survivors, sole heirs of the decedent. And this order of a summary administration will give the spouse the authority to go ahead and move forward with the gathering, disbursement, and uh, the decedent's property, and will not have to go through the normal administration process. Um, with this order, though, the spouse does take all the liabilities of the decedent um, involved with all the property and things that they received. So if there's any debts claims that, that they, they take on that. And if the surviving spouse does decide to sell any real estate that's held by the estate, then a formal administration may also have to be open and notice the creditors may have to be followed and you have to go through that stature and go through those procedures as well. Now, this can feel and seem complicated because it kind of is. Um, the state, North Carolina goes through a due, great due diligence to make sure that all debts and all uh, affairs are settled properly and so it can be very daunting. And quite often, this is a person's first time going through this and hopefully their last time because uh, they've decided that they're going to help their family and people they love have the proper legal instruments in place to avoid probate as much as possible. If you would like any support, feel free to reach out to me. I have a connection to a nationwide uh, network of vetted state professionals, attorneys, real estate professionals, and other folks who can help you through this process, particularly if you're in Durham or the Triangle area in North Carolina, definitely can connect with me and I will love to support and be a part of your journey. You can always sign up for a one-on-one -on -one consultation call uh, at estateproservice.com. And uh, yeah, I would love to chat with you um, and support you through your journey. And uh, I guess that, that that's that's it for me today. So I'm just gonna sign off as I always say, rising tides, it lifts all sails. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Life and Transition Experts podcast. Please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. Also, remember to join the Life and Transition Experts Facebook group to help us continue to grow and reach others. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.